Hey, Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening in this hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. Give us a call or send a text on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. Call in or text in. Either way, you get in on the program really quick and easy and simple to do. However, if you are driving, please don't text. Um, yeah, that would just not... In fact, if you are, if your son right now is driving around like a, a mid two thousands Toyota Tundra, um, and I think he's in the truck with some friends, I didn't get the light. It's a, it's a maroon color. If that's your son, tell him to get off his phone and pay attention to the street because he really swerved towards me this afternoon. I was not happy about it. I'm thinking sixteen, seventeen, something like that. So he's probably got your tundra right now, and he's out having fun with his friends, but he's not doing well on the street. So just tell him I said hi. Tell him to keep his eyes on the road, get off his phone, and uh, get back to uh, watching what's going on in the street. I would prefer that rather than the other. Yeah, I mean, the guy wasn't even, ugh. I'm going to start swerving at people, although that could end tragically. I don't really know. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine four. Don't look at that. What are you doing? Uh, don't. We're, that's okay. All right. Okay. I know. All right. All right. So in the studio for uh, the second to last show here on Lacrosse Talk PM that I will be hosting, um, I've invited uh, Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham, whose headphones are not plugged in, because Rick is not doing the things that he should be doing right now. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. it goes somewhere. Be funny, yeah. yeah, that goes in there. No. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, I'll cover right in. Here we go. There we go. All right. Hi there. How are you? All right. Good. How are you doing? Good. I heard you're leaving. That is a rumor, yes. We're all sad. Uh, eh, eh. I don't know about that. Well, otherwise, we're <laughs> here on Monday. Um, but thanks. Thanks yeah. for coming in. Appreciate it. No, seriously, I will miss... This uh, yep. talking with you, you've been around for a long time. Um, actually, the, the, the lacrosse media uh, market has taken a hit here lately. We, we've been losing a few people who kind of have a lot of intellectual knowledge um, with what goes on in this community, and it'll take a while to replace everyone. Sure. Well, but are we... Is it that necessary to replace us? I mean, is that really that's really the question? I guess. No, it is important. <laughs> How else does the word get out about certain things? Sometimes, you know, we don't want the word to get out about things, but that's what uh, the media is about and keeping keeping government accountable. Yeah. Well, I'm. I love that as I'm talking. I'm do while I'm doing this. I'm trying to get a way to have my headphones actually work, which is fantastic. Having a super good time with that right now, but that is always the case. I think I, I think I got him now. I think we got him. That was a, a bit of a struggle, but that's good. You, you just never know when that'll be. That'll be. I'll miss that. I'll miss walking into the studio and not really knowing where which button um, is been randomly pushed that I somehow have to account for. Uh, but I won't have to much longer. So anyway, anyway, again, welcome. What um, have you been ice fishing? Uh, well, yes, I have. Okay. But I was just driving here today thinking how sketchy the ice is actually looking. Okay. Uh, so I'd be very, very cautious if you're going out there. 
What is your best advice for uh, for ice fishing and uh, determining what is the the correct quality of ice? Because you you do this a lot, don't you? Ice fish a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. All right. What is your what's your what's your th- what do you do? What do you do when you're like, eh, I don't know about that. If you have to tie a rope to yourself and then to a tree before you walk out on the ice, it's probably not the right thing to do. <laughs> How close have you come to going? In? I have some friends who do that. And I yeah. Just, do they really? Oh yeah. They tie off. I rope to themselves. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do when they fall through. But. I will just pull themselves out, obviously, yeah. right? What, what, is you, what is your closest closest call that you've had? No, oh, I've gone through. Oh, you have gone yeah, through? Yeah, I've gone oh. through. How, how uncomfortable is that? It's not, it's not fun. It's yeah. scary. I remember walking, and I thought I was on some decent ice. I had an auger over my shoulder yeah. and just went straight down to about uh, my chest. Yeah. Okay, so how so how does one pull one? I know I, I know how you're supposed to do it, but how did you pull yourself out at that point? I was close enough to the shore, so I didn't uh, I didn't get panicked too much, and I had a, a friend with me. So oh, okay. He just, just dragged me out of the ice. And is that inevitable that you if you are if you are ice fishing enough that at some point you're going to go in? I think so. You have to be prepared. You know, I, I carry the little spikes. Yeah. Um, I will wear life vests from time to time. Probably less than I should, um, but you know, you should you should know that you're probably going to fall through and and just be aware of your surroundings. I remember ice fishing one time with a friend. We walked across the area. I said, "Well, I touch here," and he said, "Yeah, you know, just let's go." And so we we walked across. And yeah. later on, I told someone where I was at, and they're like, "You will not touch." So I went back and talked to him. I said, "You said I would touch." And he said, "Yeah, eventually you'll touch the bottom." <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So it, for now, until it gets cold again, you're probably not going to go up. It's it's looking that ice is looking pretty sketchy right now. All right. Uh, what else? What what are you up to at the end of the year? Is if you're as a as a as a key police administrator, what what is your what is your year of the end thing do? Do you have to like count pennies or something? Yes. Or what, yes. That pretty much it. That, no, that is that is true. Uh, you know, we do worry about making budget. A budget is always a, a kind of this object that moves around a lot yeah. uh, and you never know where some of your, some of your expenses are going to be over time if you have a lot of big cases homicides sure. um you know shootings those types of things you just can't account for for that long trials uh that you know so it's hard to know exactly where you're going to fall in on the overtime budget and you always hope that you know you do the best so you start to slow down some things and and just try to slide in there and make budget at the end of the year, do you ever look at the community services department? So you guys just take take the rest of the year off. Everybody has their part, right? right? So if the community service professional standards bureau wasn't there, they wouldn't answer the phones to the media, and then they would <laughs> super go important, on, right? Yeah. So yeah. But everybody plays a part. You know, I, sometimes and you'll hear people say things like, you know, why why won't you go do this, or how come the police are writing parking tickets, and how come they're not investigating this? Welcome. They're writing underage drinking. They're not investigating this. We have to do everything. We can't just say we're only going to focus on one particular thing. Obviously, we do dedicate resources, you know, to the most appropriate thing. But all those little things also have to be done. So, and we have staff that that does all those things. When uh, I was describing, you were walking in. I was describing this interaction I had with a again lacrosse assistant police chief Rob Abraham in the studio with us uh, here on Lacrosse Talk PM. I was describing a situation that I often have, a, a, an experience I often have, where I am someone's driving towards me and clearly not watching the road, and they're swerving, and um, 
And I think we've I've asked this question before from a number of different police professionals, but what what is the best without trying to force somebody off the road and into a tree? What is the best uh, way to deal with that from a from a citizen's perspective? What would you like us to do? Well, we do get a lot of calls uh, I from, bet you do. from people, you know, with, with the cell phone, so they'll they'll call it in. Sometimes they'll they'll follow. Hopefully, we have someone in position that can can make contact and make a stop. Sometimes. Um, if, the, if the citizen doesn't have time, they can write a statement, and mm. we can follow up with that. In, the, in that case, if we issued a citation, it would be obviously one person's word against another. Um, certainly don't recommend com- confronting anybody anymore. <laughs> you, know, you, you just don't know what you're getting yeah. into. You know, a lot more people carry weapons, uh, uh, whether they're you know, lawfully uh, permitted, unlawfully, but... I just wouldn't go there anymore. Yeah. Um, is it enough? So one time I called in. This guy was this kid was. It's always a kid. Kids ro- rolling down a, a neighborhood street at Dune 60, and I, you know, I got the license plate number, called it in. Somebody talked to his dad or something like that. Is that sometimes enough just to put like let them know that you're actually people are out there watching what you're doing? Yes. You know, we can't be everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. We certainly don't want that many police officers on the street where we are everywhere at once because then it would just be a, you know, a solid police state and couldn't afford us. <laughs> we can afford the taxes. Of course, we can afford it now, right. but now, you know. And that helps, you know. Um, it helps because people know that just because there isn't a police car right there at that time, you still can't get away with it. And I think it has more of an impact on younger drivers as well. Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham joining us for the second to last show right here on Lacrosse Talk PM. If you'd like to join in, call in, text in, whatever. 608-785-7914. We'll be right back right after this. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM by Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, please feel free to do so. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. The time is a fleeting. We have uh, one more program after this. That will be on New Year's Eve. Looking forward to that. What do you do on New Year's Eve? Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham, what do you do on New Year's Eve? Well, well fortunately, I don't have to work. I feel, I feel bad for the officers that have to. <laughs> it's just terrible. Uh, uh, but we're always gearing up for the inevitable, which is you know, a lot of celebration. We hope that people do it responsibly. There's a lot of options for driving right now or, you know, for, for getting a ride, whether it's Uber or Lyft. Um, Cross County Tavern League has a great program where they'll literally give you a free ride and then bring you back to your vehicle. Uh, but the point being is, you know, don't drink and drive. It's, it, it's super expensive. It's, it's just crazy, um, you know, how much that costs. And really, when you look at even if it's a $40 Uber ride that night or $50 Uber ride or call someone, you're going to save yourself a ton of money. You dodged the question, of course, but that's fine. Um, well, what am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Because I'm picturing you guys all sitting around shooting rockets off or, like, you guys are got a bonfire. All, no, all the no, cop guys no, are sitting around no, shooting guns no, off yeah, in the air. Yes, yes, we fire our pistols in the air. <laughs> that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, what are you really doing? Uh, me, personally, yeah. I, I will be pretty low-key. Yeah. Um, we, we haven't rode enough parking tickets to have the policeman's ball this year. <laughs> See, that's not true. I mean, not about parking tickets. Parking revenue is 
you know, I saw the third quarter report from you know, the ramps and everything, and that is you went from um, the parking utility. The uh, I, I can't remember what the the, the the report entailed completely, but it it um, it covered through the third quarter of this year, and it looked at revenue from different sources. But the ramps is was one of them, mm-hmm. and the parking revenue from the ramps was a little north of nine hundred thousand dollars compared to before there were the the paid or the you know the little kiosk parking system, which would have been 2016, because there was that transitional period in 2017. But in 2016, it was like 466 thousand or something like that. So your the revenue from the parking ramps has increased substantially. Has the cost increased substantially as well? Well, obviously there's a cost to all the new systems, right? But I think it's really um, you know showing that there's a high demand for parking in there. There is uh, parking isn't free. You know those ramps aren't free. Um, the one thing about being a utility is, you know, those funds, so the people who, who pay for the use of those ramps obviously are funding, maintaining those ramps, which, which isn't free. Uh, you'll see that we're doing a lot of really good things in those ramps as far as, you know, making sure that they're super clean. If you haven't been to Market Square ramp, we just uh, redid the north stairwells there. You literally could eat off of them. Um, and, you know, so... We don't encourage have, anybody to do that, by no, the way. No. Please don't eat off the stairwell. Well, okay. You could. They, they're, okay. they're super nice. Uh, they did a nice job, and that was kind of our trial uh, stairwell, and I think it's going to work out good there, and, and we want to expand that into the other ones. But you got a Main Street ramp that's that's been around for quite a while. You know, Eventually that one's going to need to be replaced. So the people who are paying the parking fees uh, are helping to support, maintain, and, and then you know replace ramps. Uh I, well, I was just talking about the Main Street ramp the other day in the stairwell where there's the shards of steel mm-hmm. um, are on the stairs now because the treads have come yep, off. and you, are coming apart. Fortunately, yeah. it's been spray-painted yellow, so you can visually, you have a good visual of the, the shards of steel mm-hmm. that are sticking up. We're in, it's not summertime, so nobody's cutting their toes open, which is nice. Uh, so that is, that's coming soon then? Yes. Okay. Main Street was, uh, I think, the second ramp that we want to do here uh, with resurfacing those treads, and, and that was one of the things that we're looking at is how are we going to be able to remove that steel and, and maybe get new steel treads in there. We'll be able to do it, and, and you know, those things do cost money, and that's what your parking fees go for. Uh, the Crosstalk Payment and Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, Let's go to Tom, who's on the Better Hearing Center talking text line. He has a suggestion for reporting Drivers, which is what we were talking about a little while earlier. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Never mind. Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yep. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I I drive for a living to begin with. Um, But a couple years ago, my family got me a a webcam. I mean, not a webcam, a dash cam. Oh, dash cam. And uh, it hooks up easily onto my, you know, my visor in my work vehicle and my home vehicle. You don't have to stop and write down license plates. They take an amazing picture. They cost you like $35. It's just, it's just pretty cool. Uh, And then it's not your word against theirs. It records it. And then if you have an issue and somebody does something dangerous, You've got a picture of them coming into your lane. Well, then you've got proof. So just a suggestion for people that might want to uh, have that little extra bit of safety. Wait, so do you have two, one in your personal car and one in your in your commercial vehicle as well? 
No, but I, pr- I probably should. I think okay. they're going to put them in there eventually. But they're so easy to just they just clip on and plug into the, either the USB port yeah. or my cigarette lighter, and uh, they loop like a sixty second loop. And if there's an accident or anything like that, it'll it'll record permanently on there for your own protection. So you hit a deer or or there's an accident. Yeah. Uh, I know you see commercials and people chuckle about it, but boy, those pictures are amazing. You can read license plates, and I've made. A few calls uh, out of state uh, because I drive all over the place uh, to places, and they said, "Well, thank you for letting us know." And I said, "If you need proof that this happened, uh, this danger, you know, the driver is dangerous. Um, I've got, I've got it on." My dash cam. Okay, so, well, just a suggestion. The uh, assistant police chief Rob Abraham is nodding his head right now, so, and I appreciate the call, Tom. Uh, what, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, those those devices are becoming more and more popular, and that actually is, is a great idea. Obviously, we have those cameras in yes, our police vehicles, and they're certainly more than thirty, forty bucks. I think sometimes when these companies, you know, try to sell things to government agencies and law enforcement agencies, they they try to charge us way more than they should. But Hold on, breaking news. Uh, Rick, are you catching this? Apparently uh, government agencies are getting uh, overcharged yeah. for the stuff that they buy. Wow. But that's, a, that's really a great, a great point, a great suggestion. Um, and he's right. You know, if you get in an accident, it, it can cover you. Unless it's your fault, then you might want to chuck well, out the window. That's what I was going to ask. What happens? <laughs> okay, I've got this recording, right? But something I do gets me in trouble. Like I have an accident, and it's totally my fault. Got to dump the recording. Can well, do do you as police have rights to that, or can I keep it to myself? You know, do you have rights to to take that from me? Well, we wouldn't have a right to, to take that from you, but you could get a warrant for it. Okay. Huh. Wow. So you've got a dump button on the on there's, the there's a good there's a good a good a good part of this and a bad part of this really, depending on your, your abilities as a driver. Right. <laughs> huh. Hmm. I like the suggestion to him. Think about that. It's gotta be how I mean forty bucks? That can't be right. Some of them are fairly fairly inexpensive. Right. Yeah. Huh. I don't know the quality of them, but I I, I would bet for under a hundred dollars you could have a fairly decent dash cam. Well, what do you need, really, other than to have some vis- visual proof that somebody is doing something that you said they were doing, right. something, and then a license plate number? Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's yes, right. How, speaking of quality, how often do you guys get videos of stuff, and the video quality is so poor that you're like, uh, we can't even – I feel like every business should have some, you know, HD-quality cameras, or at least look at this and go, if someone steals something from our business, we can't identify this who, person walking out. In it. Who has the best cameras? Quick trip. Yeah. Um, I, they know, invest heavily in cameras, yeah, man. They're big are, on it. You are a complete fool if you think you can get away with anything at Quick Trip and not have 14 <laughs> angles of your face. <laughs> cameras uh, everywhere. Does Quick Trip have better cameras than downtown Lacrosse? Uh, well, city, city, city cameras? Yeah, city cameras? Uh, I mean, how, those are pretty effective. Or our not? cams are are good. They're pretty good. You have to uh, remember that our cameras are mounted higher yeah. on infrastructure, whereas Quick Trip cameras are low and have all the perfect angles. But, you know, as far as outdoor cameras are concerned, we, we do have pretty good cameras. Yeah. Are you surprised sometimes when you get, and back to Rick's question, are you surprised sometimes when you get uh, when you get video evidence and it's from a bank or something and it's just the worst? Banks used to be notorious for having some of the worst video out there. Um, you know, but now now it is getting yeah. better because it's getting you know, cheaper, the technology, right? yeah. yeah, and it's gotten so much cheaper. But there still are some businesses where, you get these grainy, you know, you'll see them like on our wanted Wednesdays and stuff like that. You're really grainy, poor quality pictures, and it's like, come on, you know, invest in some some equipment here, you, you know. It's, but 
for the most part, the technology has gotten so good. You know, the cam, you know, the cameras that you carry around in your own cell phone in your own pocket nowadays, it's really good quality. The Crosstalk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds in studio this afternoon with Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham. I have more questions for him. If you have some, please let us know. 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914. It's possibly the last time you'll hear Mumford and Sons on Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. It's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. 608-785-7914. Well, we don't have much time left, but the time that I did have, I wanted to spend with one of our favorites uh, on this program, uh, Lacrosse System Police Chief Rob Abraham. We've come, we've gone some, um, had some really interesting shows uh, at times. I think my favorite was something that was completely unplanned, other than by you, I think, when you brought in the drug kit from, mm, um, yeah, from the needle exchange. Um, Add your own drugs. Yeah, I think it was. It was interesting in that it, at nobody, up until that point, there was no awareness at all about that. I mean, other than I'd had a conversation with Captain Melby, uh, who had talked about it, uh, the drug kits, and I didn't, frankly, I don't know if I believed him. But when you brought it in, we described it on the air. At that point, there was a, an awareness in the community that hadn't been there before. And, um, and that's, I think, really got some, the heat started to turn up a little bit mm-hmm. on, uh, on that whole thing. Um, do you feel like we've made progress in that um, in that area in terms of the? Are we just getting used to it? No, I, I I have to commend you know the needle exchange people. They have really stepped up. Yeah. You know since since that time you know and um, you know sometimes people will will be critical of some of the things that that we say because they say well that doesn't have anything to do with anything right yeah. but um, in our minds you know public safety. You know, is our priority, is our job, and, and, and having the community be aware of issues that we feel affects public safety is important. That's why we talk about those things. You know, we are, we're a part of this community, but also, you know, if a tree falls in the forest and no one there, did, did it make any sound? You know, we, we knew that these kits were around. We knew what was going on. We knew it was basically a, an add-your-own-dope, um, basically, bag. Mm. And... We also knew that there was not a lot of quote-unquote exchanging going on, um, and since that time, and this is why the media is important. You talk about, you know, do you even need to replace us? The media has the power of a voice. You know, you, you can't, you, you never pick a fight with someone who buys ink by the barrel. You know, we can't compete with, with radio. Um, <laughs> I feel like you try, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the point being is w- without someone coming forward and pointing out some of these issues yeah. and then and then you guys doing your job, change won't ever happen. And mm-hmm. and, and I do have to hand it to the, the needle exchange people. They have really stepped up. They have really done a lot. Um, they are they're aware that there was some, some deficiencies, let's just say that, and, and they've made some, some steps to correct that. Mm-hmm. It's surprising to me still how many uh, how many drug cases that we see on a regular basis in the county. It's just it, it's just we have a never-ending. I guess it's not. It's not that surprising. It's just that it's it's the, the numbers are, are are shocking. Yeah, the things that the things that shock me are, you know, the cases, the types of cases, meth. Yeah. You know, I just don't understand meth and why people would want to put that in their bodies. <laughs> no. 
because it's, I mean, you look at the ingredients and it's like, hey, this is great, yeah. You know, um, lye and, and dyes and, yeah. and uh, yeah. Yeah. battery acid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you want to ingest that? Give me, give me a couple of those. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and then, you know, the heroin and, and the fentanyl, those, those are very scary, scary drugs. And you just see a lot of that going on um, on the street. Lacrosse Talk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham is in the studio with us. You, you, when you talk about competing with radio, competing with the places that buy ink by the barrel. Over the last couple of years, you've been more, more vocal on in social media. Is that is that part of it? Wanting to get more of the perspective of the police into the public sphere. And, and you're not the only PD that does that, by the way. There's right. a, there's a lot of them do that. Sheriff's departments, PD, yep. uh, Sparta PD is. It's infamous uh, for for making it, you know, fun. I guess. What what is that exactly? Well, it, you know, things change. Yeah. Obviously, you know, when was the last time Wisdom received a press release via a fax from the Lacrosse Police Department? A, a year, years, years. Yeah, years, many years, many years. Ago. Yeah, many years ago. Um, I was just joking about the the city of Lacrosse upgraded their fax um, server the other the other day, and I said the. The directions are walk around the police department with a piece of paper in your hand until you find someone who knows how to fax it <laughs> and then hand it to them. Uh, <laughs> we have one person, and I don't think she's actually here. Right. She's actually on medical leave or something. Yeah. So. so there's no faxes going on. Right <laughs> right, you know, but the way technology has changed, the way people communicate, you know, law enforcement, police, we're no different, mm. um, you know. The Lacrosse Police Department isn't unique in the way we connect with our community. Right. Um, any any police department, you know, worth worth their grain is 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 communicating via Facebook, via Twitter. There's agencies out there, you know, NYPD is using Snapchat. There's other agencies that are using that Instagram, you know, because your base isn't just those people who still receive the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is everybody, uh, and so you have to you have to reach out and communicate with all those those different people and, and all those. Uh, and you have to kind of be out there on the edge um, with your communication efforts. We now release all of our press releases via what we call our newsroom, because and, and you know that was we created that quite a while ago, and we told the media stop looking at your fax machine. We don't know how to send a fax. Go to this newsroom; it's right there for you. But once we do a newsroom, it goes straight out via Twitter. It goes straight out via Facebook. We have, I think, probably we're probably closing in on 15,000 followers on our Facebook page. Um, but even Facebook is, you know, kind of old school. You know, I have a daughter, and she doesn't even have a Facebook account anymore. 17 years old. Yeah. You have to you have to constantly be out there looking how to engage, how to communicate, how to get messages across to all the different aspects. Um, you know, so Facebook now is. Grandpa uses Facebook now, so kids won't use that. Is, is there a part of what is, and not just from the perspective of the Cross Police Department or for you, for you personally, but is there part of that 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 concept that if we use this, then we can then we can when we want to bypass the media. We can we have a little more control over the message. But is that the intention? Not necessarily. Okay. Because you know we still release the message the same way that and and if you even go back. To the old press releases that we that we released, mm. you will see in there the format really hasn't changed a lot. Um, we always released quotes from 
officials, uh, you yeah. know. So that was all, that's always standard stuff. So now, now the fact that people can actually instantly get it and they have it in their hands and they can, they can evaluate it, they can digest it, they can comment on it. You never had that in the past. When, when we sent out a press release, we hoped that the media picked up on it. We hoped that they reported on it. And, and we never knew, we never had that instant feedback. We're, we're in a world now where it's all instant feedback. Uh, you know, if someone doesn't like it, you will hear about it immediately. If people like it, they'll let you know as well. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world as far as law enforcement because that's not our specialty, mm -hmm. but we have to engage. That's how you are engaging your community via community policing now. Uh, is there ever a moment, and, and this from from your, your your Twitter account, that you send, if you send out something or you share something or you make a comment on Twitter or something like that, is there ever a moment where you say, I should have said that? Or or you thought, you know, I could have done that differently. Or is there some, you know, do you ever think, man, I wish I had somebody like, editing this before I click send. I mean, because you're an influential person, you have an influential voice, what you say matters. So the police department has their own Twitter account. Yeah, I know. Um, and I have my own personal Twitter well, account. Well, it's kind of your personal Twitter account because it's also, you're... I can't, I can't, I can't um, remove the fact that I get paid by the lacrosse Well, you're department. in your uniform, in your, in your Twitter profile no, picture. I'm not. Well, what is what is that that Twitter account then? Look at it. I've had that uh, I've had that Twitter account for nine years. All right, look at it. What's the picture? It's my ninth year anniversary. It's not him in a uniform. He's wearing a tie. A tie. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. FBI National Academy. Okay. So maybe I'm work. Maybe I work, actually work for the FBI. <laughs> and it does say on his Twitter, "My opinions and tweets are." Oh no, I know my that. Own and okay. not that of my employer. Also, 241 followers. Nobody's paying attention to Rob. Exactly. <laughs> No one's following me. Okay, no that, that being said. Until after the show, you're going to watch the followers flood in. I'll get two more followers. Lacrosse Police 5,979 5, followers. There That's a go. few. That's a few. Yeah. yeah. But that never happens. The 200 people are just my friends who kind of know me. I mean, it's media outlets. Do you guys read Sparta's Police Facebook page and go, man, we got to step up the comedy here? Yeah, is there ever competition? You probably follow, emulate them a little bit. They're right? a little. They're on the funny side. They are they. Are they kind that's of funny? That's nice to engage that way as well. They, you know, and what that shows is police are human. Police departments human. Yeah. Um, you know, who's I, the funniest? Who's the funniest person in community services? Not Melby. <laughs> <laughs> Sparta actually lost their Facebook guy. He's he's leaving. So he's oh, okay. going to another department. You have something bigger. He's well, moving you out. Guys can step up. <laughs> he can yeah, grab the Facebook guy. <laughs> Not well, he's also an officer, but they posted and they said that we, we really do this, but the guy who posts a lot on our Facebook's leaving. So yeah, things are going to get dry. It there. takes a certain person yeah. to do that. You can tell when you look when you watch our Facebook page. You can tell kind of the voice of who's actually behind it that mm. time, because uh, there's several people who do actually have access to that. And one of the things that we've tried tried to do is. Um, also give officers, certain officers, access to do those posts as well. Hmm. Um, wow. That takes a lot of courage. I know. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Um, well, and then when you're posting on social media, if you're writing on a Facebook post or you're posting to your blog, which goes to the face, goes to Facebook and, and, mm -hmm. and the other social media, you know, your, a police report isn't written that way. Right. It's in an entirely different, very technical writing mm -hmm. kind of way. And so what you're trying to do is be more human. I, yes. I would imagine it's hard to flip the switch. Sometimes it is, and that's why I say you can, you can tell whose voice it is behind mm -hmm. it, because sometimes they will still write in 
cop terminology, yes. and you know, and I'll I'll look at it and say, well, you know, maybe we we have to sound a little differently, you know. And, and Did you ever think you would be having those conversations like 15 years ago? Not 15 years ago, yeah. but I did. Uh, you know, he said that the picture of me was at the FBI Academy. One of the classes that I took uh, at the FBI Academy specifically dealt with media. Mm-hmm. We went over Twitter. We went over Facebook. We went over all those those things and, and how important it is in, in law enforcement. And oh, was it how to manipulate the media specifically? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham for. Did you just get a huge gift here. I, I think so. What is what's in there? A bag of goodies? Is there beer in there? Well, it's covered, so nobody will know. Oh. Whoa. Uh oh. Drove some fireball. <laughs> I think there is beer in here. There are, cans there are in here. cold, cold cans. Yeah. Are there cold cans in there? Woo! Oh, That's what I'm talking Pepsi about. Fireball. Huh? Well, we got some Pepsi and Fireball. I don't know what else we're gonna. What else we're gonna need here? This show could get interesting. It could get interesting. All right, quick break. We'll come back. 608-785-7914. Lacrosse Talk PM. Not too many of these left. Right here on Wisdom. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. 608-785-7914. I got some mail today, uh, too, uh, um, and I really appreciate the cards and the notes uh, that um, all of you all have sent. in relation to um, to leaving the show, and I really appreciate that. So uh, thanks. I, somebody sent me a dollar, too. I don't know what that's for, but I, I got a dollar in the mail, which is nothing that I'm going to – I'll probably use it for something. Parking. Parking. I, you know, I always get a uh, – lacrosse system police chief Rob Abraham in the studio with us. I always get a uh, receipt. Good idea. Because I, um, it's not that I don't trust the parking system. Mm-hmm. It's just I just don't trust the parking system. So I don't, I don't, I don't really have faith that it's going to do what it says it's going to do. Well, when, when have you ever not? Had so a that one time, remember when it decided that the first three hours weren't free, and then I had to pay for those first three hours? I don't know what kind of other mistakes it's going to make. Well, it, you all still owe me three bucks, by the way. Maybe that was that's one of them. Maybe that was all we could collect <laughs> on that, that one dollar. When was the last time you got locked behind a gate? Yeah, been a while. Thank you. Been a while. Six zero eight seven eight five. No, I mean we thank you because that, that's obviously that's an improvement on my life. Six zero eight seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. We have a couple uh, people that want to uh, chime in here uh, on the show. Um, wow, I don't know what's going on out there. Um, what do we got? I got two on. Oh, Jim. All right, let's go to Jim. Jim, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Thank you. This is for Rod Rod. and somewhat yourself, Mitch. I really have appreciated Rod's comments over the years. He's very knowledgeable. uh, I think very fair. And I commend you for having him on the air as often as you have. Okay. Well, thank you. Th- thank you for that. I, I really appreciate it. Anything in particular that you've uh, appreciated in terms of information that he's been able to give to us? Everything. All right. Fair enough. I appreciate the call. 608-785-7914. Uh, in the studio with Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham. 
have to do with alcohol and one mm. person's version is different than the other and he said that the police tried to hide it on the dash cam you can't oh. hide anything on the dash mm. cam um there's five cameras in those police cars uh, one out the front window one out the back window one out each side and then one in the prisoner area the officers have no ability uh to erase modify or do anything with that video once the camera starts rolling i mean they do obviously have the ability to stop it otherwise sure. there would just be hours upon hours of video um, but once that video is recorded there is no way that they can manipulate it at all it's impossible you weren't on the street when there were cameras in the car is that correct we we had our very first camera probably in 93 94 ish and yeah. actually yes I was a uh, an instructor for mobile video and that's when we had VCR oh, okay. and we would right. swap those out uh, so some of the early very early uh, editions of video that we had out there. Yes, I was. Okay. All right. So that was one camera with a VCR tape. <laughs> I'm just wondering what it, because it is more, much more comprehensive now, obviously, with body cams and everything. I'm just wondering, you know, how that, what it feels like as an officer on the street when you're, when you have, when you also have to be aware that this is, there are plenty of eyes on what you're doing from the public, but also that are permanently recording you yourself are permanently recording this. I, do you think that adds significant stress to the job? You know, I think officers are becoming more and more used to it. Yeah. Our agency is, is getting to be a pretty young agency. You know, the, the number of officers that we've hired probably within the last seven years, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's got to be getting close to, you know, half the agency is turned over there. Yeah. Um, so this is all just, you know, just – this is what they're used to. Okay. Um, you know, for the officers who have been there for a long time, you know, there is a much larger learning curve. But um, a lot of the officers now, I mean, it's just, it's in my opinion, sometimes it's unfortunate. You know, um, defense attorneys and even prosecuting attorneys and judges, you know, the first thing, well, what, why wasn't it on video? Well, you know, 20 years ago we didn't have video, and my word was good, but <laughs> now it's not. <laughs> All right, uh, so, boy, now what's going on? Well, that's what number three wants to talk about, so. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, uh, thanks to number three for um, supplying us with a goodie bag again. Really appreciate that. Merry Christmas to you. Um, thanks no for being No problem, no problem. So we have the blue baby out. There? Yeah, we have the blue baby you out in your, in your honor. You got, you got the blue baby there? Yes, we do. We have it right in front of us. Well, would you give it to Rob and he could take it down to the mayor? I Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he might as well. Because, I mean, I know you enjoyed it. The guy yep. who put it in my front yard did. But now you're going to be gone, so if you just take it down to the mayor and then you have two blue babies. I think that he, I think we, Rob would be more than happy to do that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Sure. Thank you. No, I, and I mean it. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. So we got gifts. You have something for the mayor? Do you want me to take that fireball to the mayor? Uh, you know, that's mine. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm the, the, blue, the wait, hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. Well, the blue baby, if you remember, is actually number three. It's like he brought it in for yeah, us. No, I so know. 
Yeah. He's, he's serious. You better take it to him. I don't know. You know. It was on loan, just yeah. like the actual blue just baby like the, is on loan. Just like the German one, yeah. Right. <laughs> the what? blue baby shows up a lot on our Facebook page. Yeah. That's Melody's version of humor. Ah. Did you guys dress it up this Christmas? I didn't. I mean, that would have been a good idea. I don't think that they should really. Is there still a fence around it? I think if you if you start I, you if you, I think if you start dressing it up, then other people will start dressing it up. Yeah. That's that's the problem there. What's the biggest thing you're going to have to handle in the coming in the coming year? Uh, police wise. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, a lot. Mostly, he's got some. Sounds like he's got some home projects. <laughs> police wise. Yeah. <laughs> going personal or please? Yeah. Um. You know, obviously hiring is, is just a huge issue. Um, you know, when we do a recruitment process mm-hmm. and you come out of that recruitment process with three viable candidates and you have five vacancies, mm-hmm. that's an issue. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, we are, we're bringing on with uh, a crime analyst. Um, yeah. So I think we're probably one of the few agencies, well, certainly the only agency, I think, in Cross County, probably in the surrounding counties that have an, that will be bringing on an analyst. I know Eau Claire PD has an analyst, and and just the work that they do, uh, you know, Eau Claire PD can't speak, you know, even more highly enough of, of their analyst. But they just do a ton of great work, and we're hoping to to really use that program and the, and the analyst to try to help us hone in on certain aspects, but also solve solve crimes, um, help our investigators um, with with their investigations. So we're looking forward to that. But hiring is always an issue. Just you know, on when I was going with that is, I think we had almost 50 applicants for one crime analyst spot. Yeah. And then when, when you uh, put an advertisement out for police officers and you have five and you get 20, 25 applicants, you know, it's, it's such a hard job. Yep, yep. It's a hard job. Yeah, no one wants, no one wants to do it, but, mm. and I, and I, I tell the people who, who are experts and who sometimes call in here, if, if you're, if you know that much about law enforcement, <laughs> then come on, we're, we're looking for people. We're looking for you. You have to be able to do 23 push-ups. And I uh, jump seven feet and uh, something, something. I always whatever. get a kick out of people who, you know, uh, They'll put like red and blue lights in their cars, and they'll stop people and like, you know, <laughs> use you. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it for free here. We'll, we'll pay you to do that. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Absolutely, it's been super fun. Lacrosse we'll, assistant, we'll miss you. you. We'll miss you. Um, I, I know you say that. No, we. Will. I, I was half expecting the chief to come in with you because just to, to bury the hatchet, as it were. But apparently, that's not going to be the case. Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk at text line. 785-7914. Yeah, we're also on Facebook Live and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at WisdomNews.com. 608-785-7914. We have uh, one more show after this. That'll be on December 31st. And then it is curtains for me. Um... And not per, not you know permanently, just for me on this state, these this company. <laughs> I'm done after that. Um, and uh, I just want to make sure that everybody knows that the show will continue. I don't know what, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm I'm not certain what 
this looks like after uh, I'm I'm gone, uh, but uh, I know it will be looking like something. Uh, so mostly you won't notice. Let me just put it that way. For the most part, you won't notice. It'll just not be me, which is fine, I think, for many of you. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line if you'd like to join us here on the air. That's how you do it. Uh, we listened to, uh, uh, talked to lacrosse system police chief Rob Abraham when he was in the studio with us last hour, uh, just addressing things. I, you know, we, uh, there are a lot of different things we could talk about with Rob, including, you know, the, the issues we talked about last week with the courts and all that kind of stuff, but you'll have more opportunities to do that in the future, I'm sure. And, um, that conflict is not going away. That's not going to end. I did have somebody on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line who wanted to clarify about who it was exactly that was responsible for cleaning the ramps. Because they were under the impression it was the parking czar that was responsible for cleaning the ramps. Um, And uh, we missed our opportunity to uh, draw a comparison between um, Star Wars, because I think we've done that in the past, Star Wars and, the, and how the parking utility is structured. Star Wars? Uh, something like that. Was it? No, Star Wars, The Lord of the Rings. Which one do we use? It was. You had another analogy that didn't work, but like the Star Wars thing, but you're not, you're not very good with your, you know, hierarchy of Star Wars characters. No, so. I'm not. I'm terrible with it. Absolutely terrible. There's like the robot, and then there's like some giant fat the guy. The robot. It's called a droid. It's like it's multiple big droids. Fat. It's a big fat thing. What's that thing? Job of the Hut? There we go. Job of the Hut. I mean, robot. What are you talking about, robot? Oh, there's a couple of robots in there. There's a lot. Like, the, half of the characters are robots. Oh, like, is that in right? fact, most of the characters are robots, if you really think about it, because all the Seems droids. like there's too many robots. Who's making all the robots? Robots are easy CGI characters that you can just have, have without you, actually okay. having to in, in all the Star Wars movies, has there ever been anything that where there was any discussion about a robot factory? Like where the robots get made? Yeah, there's uh, the cartoon on Netflix addresses all that. And there's robot factories. They literally called that. The robots that are kind of idiots, yeah, cartoon they're actually Net- called Roger. Wait, so cartoon on Netflix? And, yeah. But not in the Star Wars movies? Uh, no. There's a, is there a robot factory in one of the earlier, one of the first three? And does each planet have a robot factory? I mean, every planet seems to have robots, and are they all made on, this, on well, a you different go to, planet? Well, you go to the planet with the little flying guys. they got little wings on their backs. Yeah. I don't know what those guys are called, but oh, it's, yeah. it's addressed in one of the new Star Wars. That's the first Star Wars, you know, Roman numeral one, two, or three. Sure. So it's addressed there. There's a robot factory because Anakin gets his hand caught yeah, right. in one. That's, you know, they're, so there's a robot factory. They're making, you know, Rogers, the, it, the stupid robot it, called Rogers. It makes almost zero sense to have to, like, ship robots from planet to planet. Well, they need the natural resources from that planet to make the robots. They're mining right there. Why would you mine there? But everybody's got else? everybody's got robots, so they have to be relatively expensive if they're all coming from one planet, right? But how does everybody have a robot if they're pretty expensive? Well, that robot factory is owned by those guys on that planet. It makes That's sense. That's where Nissan is, and That's Nissan robots, they make the robots, and they've got the, where the monopoly. Where are the Foxconn robots? That's my question. They're in Wisconsin. 608-785-7914. There's our vacuum. We must 
We must be on our way now. That's always a reminder to me that it's 11 minutes after 5 when the vacuum goes by the room. We also didn't address who General Grievous would be amongst the lacrosse oh, city right. because he is also kind of a robot, yeah. but he was at one point not. He's, you know, kind of a life form, too. How do you become kind of a robot? Well, he's got some modifications. All right. Uh, it's not going to be a terribly good few days for weather, uh, depending on what your preferences. Some people like rainy, sloppy, wintry mixes of stuff, so that'd be up your alley if it is. Nice and warm tomorrow. Don't go out on the ice. High of 44 and lots of rain. Well, not lots. Half an inch of rain or so. And then it uh, starts to get colder after we get a wintry mix of uh, snow and rain on Friday and snow into Friday night, and then it gets cold this weekend. 20s and 30s. Colder, I guess. Not that bad. And it's 37 now. On Lacrosse Talk PM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914. More to come. Stick around. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center Talk. Text line 785-7914. We're also on uh, Facebook Live and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Uh, we have um, not settled anything when it comes to Star Wars, but we'll end that conversation um, for all of you. Thank you. Uh, but if you'd like to join us here on the air, 608-785-7914. Uh, assistant, Lacrosse Assistant Police Chief Rob Abraham was in the studio with us uh, last hour. We talked about a few things. <laughs> Park, parking always comes up. It's the never-ending parking conversation. You know why? Because my, my theory is that there are so many people that parking affects so many people, whereas the mess dealer is not something that people are co- constantly thinking about. Reference? Yeah. What? Um, so Home Alone, kind of like the new super popular Christmas movie. Okay. So in that movie, Kevin watches that black and white movie. They keep the change, you filthy animal, and that guy shoots the machine gun at the, you know, that's and that's when Kevin, like, gets the pizza delivery. Wow. No yeah, idea. Do you, do you not watch Home Alone? No. You're not a Home Alone guy? Mm-hmm. Well, the movie Kevin watches during, to, to like, you know, scare the the bad guys at one point, or, or to actually scare the pizza delivery. It's called Angels with Filthy Souls. Mm-hmm. Not actually a movie. It was just made for Home Alone. Didn't oh, know that. Okay. Let's figure that out right. today in okay. a story. BuzzFeed oh. News. Oh. Um, good. I guess. This is like one of the more popular Christmas movie scenes. Maybe you should, you know, ne- come next year and okay. watch Home Alone. Yeah. Watch a- we didn't actually watch any Christmas movies this year. We didn't watch any movies this year. There's no movie watching. We just we tried to go. We usually try to go to a movie, but yeah. it was Tuesday, and the theaters are five dollars, so literally all the seats are taken. So like you go on there and you're like reserve some seats. Nope, no, not happening. And we're not gonna go willy nilly and try to just yeah, you know, find. <laughs> we need we need like five seats together. That's not gonna happen on right. five dollar Tuesday on Christmas Day. Wow. So we watched uh, Armageddon. At home. Beautiful Christmas movie. At home, yes. We didn't go to the theater to watch Armageddon. That's not a great movie. No. Armageddon's not a good movie. I don't know why. I think it was more like my nephews hadn't seen it, and they're like 14 and yeah. 17. Mm. Like, we've never, you've never seen you do that. Like You've never seen Armageddon, but of all the movies, they're like, you've never seen. Any Ben Affleck movie. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is a better hearing center talk and text line. I will, uh, I'll miss the parking conversations. I think it's probably the thing that I'll miss because it's a constant. Um, it's just been a constant thread from this in this show 
for years we talked about parking, parking. And then uh, every fall it's leaf pickup. <laughs> but but uh, all through all that is the parking. So, yeah, that, they'll have, I'll miss those conversations, the parking conversations. Everybody just constantly expressing frustration with parking. It was interesting uh, listening to the assistant chief talk about uh, how difficult it is to find recruits, to recruit new officers. And he's right. There are so many people who uh, fully believe that they know way more about policing than the police do. They should, you know, show up and take advantage of that uh, of that information and use it to their uh, to the benefit of themselves and their communities and be a police officer. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine four. Didn't didn't you briefly consider being a police officer? Am I make th- imagining that? I no when uh, fire chief was in here, Ken. Oh yeah, I, I fire, was inquiring fire. about what yeah. exactly and police officer like to be a fireman man person. You, there's some schooling involved. Yeah, I think. same both ways. Unless there, you're, if you're in Milwaukee, they just they'll hire whoever for just police. Just throw you in. Yeah. Oh, police! No. Yeah. They'll like in Milwaukee, they don't care. They just take a warm body. But I feel like the police department might be there. Might be an easier route there, or they might pay for your schooling, or they might school you. Yeah, I think they pay you while you're going to the academy. Actually. Like essentially train you, right? Like, yeah, I think that, that just started a little I mean, while they ago. they made a whole series of movies about that. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Police, Police Academy. Academy. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. No, they'll. Uh, I believe that they pay you, and I can't remember what that is, but there's a certain wage that they pay you while you're going so through the academy. Fire department not doing that? They're not paying I you to go? Ha- I think they have to. They don't have to. No, you're Firefighting is way more popular. <laughs> such a cushy job. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go cushy on that. Well, well, that's weird, though. Why would fire – because people aren't shooting at you? People aren't shooting at you. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's the biggest part. You know, it, it's funny because you are regularly getting kicked and beaten and uh, bit and spit at and um, drunk people are in the back of your squad threatening your family. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, you're exposed to, you know, use hypodermic needles and fentanyl. Um, you yeah, know, nobody likes you. And no, nobody likes you. Really, except like the president, yeah. kind of. And as you long are as you're at certain. And you're constantly seeing people at their worst. And firemen? When doesn't someone like a fireman? Yeah, people love firemen. So go, you pay yeah. to go be a fireman. I mean, it's your choice. Like, what what choice are you making? If you're making your career choice and you want to be, be one and of those. And the trucks guys, are bigger. The trucks are way bigger. Let's go to the phone. 608 785 7914. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Jerome. Hey, Mitch, how are you? I'm good, Gary. Thanks. Now, were you guys just talking about councilmen or police officers? <laughs> that, that people don't like. <laughs> no, well, just, just police. I mean, I feel, it depends. I feel kind of bad. Um, I'm glad number three made it down there because I, I loaded up the dog and I went. I had a cold six-pack. Oh. I got a bucket of chicken, but I ran into some traffic, and the problem was now the chicken's gone and the six-pack's gone, so I just came home. <laughs> Well, totally understand. I, I apologize, no, no. Guys, but you know what the heck. <laughs> That's totally fine. Not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Go ahead. I didn't expect there to be like uh, six packs and chickens flowing through the studio. Although I hoped there would be, but uh, I did not expect <laughs> that at any time. 
<laughs> it wasn't for that dark, if it wasn't for everybody driving so slow on Losey, I would have made it there and got Right, it, I know. You know See, if, if you could just increase the speed limit, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. <laughs> it's fun. We were, I was thinking about some of the, the, the topics that, Gary, that have been the most compelling over the years, um, and there's no question that the biggest talk topic we had over 15 years on the show was that, was Losey Boulevard. I mean, it was just, and, you know, and, th- and thank you for that, by the way, because that's your fault. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, there but you go. it was clear. And you know, what would be, you know what would be actually not funny for me, but funny for the public? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny for the public if I got a drunk driving for speeding on Losey? No, that would be, that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there would be all sorts of people laughing about <laughs> that. After that six-pack? Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, that six-pack and that damn chicken. Right. You know? right. uh, Careful with the dog and those chicken bones. Yeah, don't yeah, don't let the dog eat the chicken bones. Um, yeah, but that was that was amazing, Gary. When you, I, I knew it too. When when that first came up, I knew that that was going to be huge, and it was brilliant. And I, we, I certainly that went on for months. We went on we went on, went on a lozy binge for months. People whining and complaining about the twenty five miles an hour. I was going to destroy business, and everything was just going to go to hell because of the twenty five miles an hour. So that was great. I'm still getting the jokes about that. But you know what's True. funny about that, Mitch? What? It actually was another person's idea on yeah. council originally to do that. Yeah. And he co-sponsored with me. But he doesn't. he's not one for taking calls. So I was kind of the public front man on it, and I'm okay with it. That's yeah, fun. no, you're, you're, and they all know that, too. That's the thing. It's like, well, Gary will do it. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> And, and it was great because you were you were the you were the face of the 25 miles an hour. It was like Gary Podesky's 25 mile hour 25 mile an hour zone. It was fantastic. So. Well, you know, people can get mad about that, but like Mr. Marshall said at his farewell, uh, when he gave an early farewell uh, last month's council, it's you know it, it is a neighborhood. It's not a state highway. And if you go to Alaska, the main road through Alaska is 25. If you go. Yeah. Sand Lake Cooley Road in the home and on Alaska, it's 25. It is what it is, you know, yeah. and, and and this will probably get riled up again, so for whoever takes over your show, <laughs> that'll probably be the topic again next week. <laughs> I heard Gary talking about 25 miles an hour everywhere. Yep, that could be. That could be. Uh, yep. uh, you, you wait till my last month. I'm gonna, I have to come up with some kind of uh, resolution that will just put people over the wall that I can say for food I mean, it was, you know, like the, uh, if you could go, if we could uh, somehow, le- lemonade stands were wonderful when, when the city was trying to, uh, was, and it really wasn't that, but there was this, this uh, the way that a resolution was written, it looked like the city was going to regulate lemonade stands. If you could just do something along like that, that would be, that'd be the best. I'll, yep, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put my mind to it, and if yeah. Council President Gall decides he's going to leave with me, then... We will come up with something good, and then it'll be good radio and good talk. Wait, for a while. breaking news: Gall is leaving the council. Did I just hear that right? No, I don't know. I said if he decides oh, to okay. leave when I leave in two and a half years. <laughs> I'm trying, Gary. I'm, I'm sure, trying to get something going I'm not here. Not sure what Marty's going to do. Yeah. But. All right. Well, Gary, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Sorry, right. about, sorry, you yeah, couldn't. Take care. Sorry, you couldn't make it down here with the beer and chicken. Well, boy, I was close to. I, I, <laughs> I was there. I was almost there. <laughs> All right, Gary. I dropped one of my beers on a pothole, so I, it just was time to go home. It just wasn't working out. Talk to you, man. Take care. Right. Bye-bye, Mitch. Lacrosse Talk for you on WIZM. Gary Podesky. Uh, we'll be back. More to come. Stick around. Yeah, like I say, Christmas should be on a Friday or a Monday. We won't yeah. have this like weird, like, Christmas was yesterday and now everyone's back at work. It's weird. It's a little weird. A little whiplash? Yeah, it's like 
go to your family's house, wherever, however far away that is, and then you got to, like, kind of leave either late because you're doing family stuff or early, and then you feel kind of guilty, like, see you later, family, i got to go to bed so I can get, not me, but, like, mm-hmm. people who actually get up in the morning for work. So Christmas on a Friday, what are, what are we doing? We don't know when Jesus was born anyway. Some say he was born in the spring. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, any contentious issues come up at the dinner table? No, but we didn't have dinner. So. Okay. Well, okay. I, how about if I use dinner table figuratively and it's just like standing <laughs> around? No, we don't. We don't really do have any of that. I guess you well, grunt at each other. A lot of grunting. Like some. well, I guess you know to, when everyone left. Oh no! As my brother was leaving, because I have an ABS light situation on the Grand Prix. Man, and I'm like, God. hey, because I, I got to go back home next weekend. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, if I leave you my car, because my brother was works at a shop, he could just put it on the hoist, or my dad could put it on the hoist, which is actually what happened. If I leave you my car, can you throw it on the hoist and just, if you get time? And he's like, I'm pretty busy. And I'm like, okay, don't worry about it then. But my dad overheard that. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I hear the door slam and my car start and my car's in the garage. And then it's, I got nothing better to do. You know, but it's it's sarcastic. I got nothing better to do on Christmas. <laughs> but he's already, like, moving the hoist because my dad, of course, has a hoist in his garage. Sure, so. of course, as any person. And then we have the car up on the hoist and... For a little bit there, he was kind of, but then he, we kind of got over that, and then we, you know, unhooked the ABS, and now I think the ABS works. Oh. We kind of fixed it, maybe. Wow. Right. Airbag light is on, though. Wow. Well, yeah. We got to see. I got a seatbelt for that. I would stop hitting deer would be primary, probably, and then uh, get a bit of a hoopty there. I need a new car. car. You do. Yeah. I do have a sweet white and silver car now. Yeah, so. it is. It is. It's very attractive. It's very, very attractive car. So almost like a blow-up there, because my dad sometimes when he has to work on stuff, although he loves, he has to work on stuff, but he has to also be make you feel guilty about working on the yeah. stuff. Aren't there any in-law things that you have to go through? Any kind of like, no? No. We've, Sisters, in-law, or anything? No, I have two brothers, but yeah, no, there's not a, no. No drama at all? What fun is that? I mean, my my little brother's sister cuts hair for a living, and you notice I have a haircut now. I do. I did notice that. He has a very nice-looking haircut. <laughs> and, uh, but at some point, she was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, a uh, haircut, and that's all you have to give me. And she was like, okay, right. that's easy well, enough. Yeah. So. Huh. That yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah, I don't, you know, I wonder, some families don't always get along, you know, when it comes to. Yeah, we don't have that, but we just stick. There's no like aunt. We don't have aunt, uncle Christmas stuff anymore. So okay, kind of all gone. So. We have we have a do um, we have this dynamic? Uh, typically in my uh, gatherings, there'll, there'll be a couple people that will uh, try to um, out left wing each other. So they're like left wing, left wing liberal stuff, and they try to outdo each other. So they. Go back and forth, trying to be more more, more liberal, more more liberal, which is kind of the yeah. opposite of what America is right now, where they're trying to liberal versus yeah the opposite. yeah. So it's just more you trying to get your your. Uh, but what's an example like? Like ideas that well, like they the parties should have like one, a Democrat, like we're trying to one up each other on just how bad the Foxconn deal is for Wisconsin. Oh, so I was go, thinking oh, like maybe they're like, both saying the same thing. It's just they're, they're, they each got to top each other on how bad. Well, it is. I was thinking like one would go, you know, I gave up uh, plastic straws and you know plastic <laughs> cups this 
that's my New Year's resolution. Oh, or that's what I did this Pl- year. Plastic did come up. Plastic came yeah. up. The whales, the whales, sure. and the plastic. And there's a pl- plastic we're breathing in, and plastic in the water, and whales, and they're well, eating Japan's their plastic, and the turtles in the plastic, and the plastic in our in our in our toothpaste. You got the toothpaste sick. plastic. Well, then. I'm oh, going yeah, plastic right. talk. That was that was a big part of it right there. That well, was that's a big what part I'm saying, of it. But there wasn't any one-upsmanship there, where the, and then someone else would be like, "Oh yeah, well I gave up no. fossil fuels for no. No. you know like whatever." No, nothing, nothing quite like that. That's all right though. It's good. It's all good. Well, no. Uh, holidays are interesting because you really, you really just want to, um, you want to prolong some of it. And then some of it, yeah, we could be done now. Some of it, you know, you just keep that going. Keep it going. 608-785-7914, uh, It's funny because I, um, you know, when you have older kids, those of you who have gone through this, you have older kids, and uh, there is kind of this, you're looking around and you got like, you know, they're, in their, they're not kind of in that age 2021, where you're thinking, eh, what's the next logical step here? <laughs> you're like, oh, no. No, not that. <laughs> we don't want that yet. 608-785-7914. for Eric, you said? Yep. All right, let's go to Eric. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Gerard. Yeah, regarding the SpotCon, yeah. I thought that was kind of mirrored out a little bit where they had to prove or uh, um, show cause for giving these tax credits to them over time. It wasn't just a hand or give away immediately. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, here's your money, go and run with it. No, they want proof of things, verification of things. Is that correct? Uh, yep. Yep. And uh, another thing about this, uh, our new governor Evers, uh, I saw Evers. Steve Doyle saying, Lately, that's a, a modest five or ten cent gas tax that wouldn't be out of the question. Excuse me, as gas is cheap now, but it's going up. Yeah. So, yep. obviously, but Mr. Bipartisan, me too, decides he likes taxes. Mm-hmm. And one last thing about okay. this, uh, about this plant tax. Yep. That is uh, the county board with uh, O'Malley, Terry Johnson, and Doyle, they're bound and determined to destroy businesses in La Crosse because people, yep. once they figure out how much tax, more tax they're going to pay if they come to La Crosse and see what it's going to destroy business in La Crosse and mm. people who live in La Crosse let mm. people come through La Crosse. Mm. And that, it's a bad, bad deal. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Yep. How did that tax thing come up again anyway? Why is it? Why is that something that came up again? On our... Like the, is it Steve O'Malley? Is that yeah. the county board? Was something? he saying something like year end? I can't wait to get some Pratt money. Or? Yeah, he was talking about. I believe he was talking about the Pratt again. Hmm. And we had just a little. Okay. I'm just curious. Uh, I had something. Mike has a people poll question up for tomorrow that has something about the Pratt tax. And the Cross County Administrator hopes for more we, road funding through sales tax. We voted on it. It's already been voted on. And that's kind of what he said. He said, oh, we voted twice on this, and yeah, voted 85% twice. of the public voted, and 68% were in favor of the yeah. premier. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Every time we do that, 
then it's always nice to include in those stories exactly how the Pratt was worded on the referendum because you have no idea. Yeah. And then I... So uh, wisdom, wisdomnews.com, by the way, if you want to see the story. And there's a list of... There's a 16-page document of all the things that will be taxed. So if yeah. you want to look at that. I don't know if that's really... It just seems to me like that's that's... Despite when people vote for something on an advisory referendum that doesn't it just doesn't seem like that's necessarily something that's just going to go ahead and I don't know. yeah I mean, like it's got to pass a pass a legislature it just seems like that's not something that republican senators and republican legislators are going to vote for well it's all a negotiation right like if you want yeah, the right tax then how about uh legalizing marijuana right. then do one and the other at the same time <laughs> Wait, that's republicans they, love they, they, marijuana don't they I mean, D.C. has it legalized. Yeah. No, they're, they're big Strangely, marijuana fans. Just Huge there. marijuana fans. Huge. Dairy product stores. That's one of the things that will be Pratt taxed, Pratted. One of the things my son said that, um, you know, he's a younger guy, and he's a lot of friends who are um, who uh, are in that mindset that marijuana should not be, should not be illegal, you know, he, um just because they think it's a younger generation thing, what is the, what is the problem? And here? they probably don't even smoke. Like I don't think it should be legal, and I don't even care about. Like I don't smoke weed. Like I don't care. Yeah. Why is it illegal? so? Right. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like most ra- rational people, uh, not most people, r- rational people largely. That's why the the voting uh, differences were so high, or the voting uh, difference was so high. And stationary stores also going to be prated. Yes. So at any rate, so we're talking about this, and he said, you know, your last show, you should talk about weed and how it shouldn't be illegal and it shouldn't be a criminal penalty. I'm like, Rowan, we talk about that all the time. That's like an ongoing thing. That's one of those thematic things. That's why it was great to have uh, Phil Anderson here, that libertarian that was running for governor, because he spoke very openly about how libertarians are, that's one of their uh, one of their major platforms. Luggage and leather goods stores. Yeah, I wonder what that includes. Luggage and leather goods store. I don't, don't see the. I don't see that Pratt thing happening. I don't envision it. But we'll see a couple of big things that are coming up on Lacrosse City Council in the beginning of the new year. Something that I won't be a part of because I won't be here. But uh, that uh, VA uh, house, the uh, transition transitional home for veterans on the south side on Farnham Street, that's going to be a, an issue that's going to be in front of the Lacrosse City Council. That there's also. Uh, they're going to come to a decision on whether to ban that paid on-street parking program for the city of La Crosse. So that's going to be a, a bit of an issue. Something that's flying under the radar that uh, I'm sure most media will completely miss is changes to uh, how Human Rights Commission enforces or goes about hearing complaints. That's something that you'll probably not hear about uh, because I won't be here. Uh, so, eh, you know, it is what it is. Um so that's those those uh, issues uh, coming up. There's also um, the uh, fire department has uh, has come has realized some savings in a few areas as in the city of La Crosse. They've realized some savings in a few areas, and so they're moving up their purchase of a tanker truck, which my guess has something to do with the fire department now going to be the fire department for the airport. But I don't know that for sure because I'm I don't know. I don't remember what are the other uses for the tanker truck in La Crosse. There must be places. I mean, they have to go to Madari, so that must have something to do with the Madari, uh, providing services to Madari. 
but I don't I don't know for sure. So that's 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 on the way. They've they've managed to uh, dig out some change out of the couch cushions and are buying a new fire truck, which is hard to do, by the way, because fire trucks, as you may have heard, are not cheap. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Let's go to Ron first, as we were talking about that. Ron, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Ron. Hi, thanks, Mitch. Sure. Uh, I just heard your discussion briefly there about marijuana in your last show, and whether you do a show on that topic or not, that would be interesting. But the way that I like to sum the whole debate and discussion up is that why would I need a bureaucrat's permission to do something that's none of their business as an American with liberty and freedom? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great question, and I think that's, you know, again, that's um, the roughly libertarian viewpoint. It's just, it, it seems sure. like, again, part of what government tries to do is prevent us from, from, you know, hurting ourselves or, or whatever, whatever the situation right. is. They, kind of they regulate our own selves, regulate yeah, our bodies. Us, tell us what's good for us, yeah. how to take care of us. We don't know how to do that for ourselves. Right. Yeah. It, it seems. It, when you start to think of it in those terms, it does seem to get a little sound a little bizarre, um, especially when you start to well, yeah. And, and, and Ron, thanks. And I really appreciate that because I think it's important to note, uh, especially when you think think of if you talk about marijuana and then start uh, having a conversation about alcohol as well. If, I mean, if you're having if you're talking about things that are impactful to a community. What's more impactful than than alcohol? Um, you, you know, you're still destroying your body, but the things that you do outwardly are impactful to the community. But the how, regulating the intake of that alcohol is something that we would never, you know, consider. Like they're not going to tell you that you can't, unless it's a condition of probation, tell you that you can't drink, you know, ten beers while you're sitting watching the Packer game. But uh, but yes, if you are uh, if you're uh, smoking uh, smoking a joint, yes, sir. Where does vaping fit into this? Because it's like everyone's up in arms about kids vaping now, and yeah, I uh. <laughs> we don't even know what it does to your body at this point, really. Yeah. It's it's strange that that is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kids are thinking personally, but just it, blame it, the parents. It's just That's what we do. Looks strange. Doesn't it look strange? Yeah, it's silly. My brother does it. And does he? Like, and actually, I didn't. Well, is it something where is it something where he stops he stops smoking with the help of vaping? I maybe, but it's been so long now that you like you have this like vaping thing for you know it's been a while, and it's like. Did your brother smoke? Yeah, but it's been a while. Okay. It's been a couple of okay. years at okay. least right. since it, that, that he's had the vaping. At least five years he's been vaping. So. Okay. Hmm. I don't get it. Would it make more sense but, if you're using it to quit smoking? But are 12-year-olds vaping? That's illegal, right? I have no idea. Like, can a 12-year-old go and buy some vape stuff? They're not, they're not supposed to, I don't think. Okay. So. Yeah, they could before, and I think there have been rules since then. Right, because there's nicotine. Like, why are we giving 12-year-olds nicotine? Yeah, they can't. I, as far as I know, they can't do that now. But um, that doesn't mean they don't, obviously. There's, there's still 12-year-olds smoking. Not many of them, but there are 12-year-olds smoking. 12-year-olds are drinking. Twelve-year-olds are doing all the things that we don't want twelve-year-olds to do, and they're still. Can we just vape water vapor, like literal water, without any nicotine? Like then, if they want to quote unquote look cool, then you're just blowing steam out of your mouth or whatever it is. I mean, especially if you increase the level of steam, that would be really cool. It's a lot of steam. And what if it's just peppermint? 
What if you have, what if you're just vaping peppermint? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, then your breath smells better, but then the peppermint's probably got some, you is, know. Is vaping stuff, is that, is that, can that be taxed under the Pratt tax? Um, it already says, uh, Tobacco stores and stands. Why right. wouldn't vaping yeah. be part okay. of that? All right, just, just checking. Miscellaneous retail stores. That's got to be vaping. I love that miscellaneous retail stores. That's good. Cool. Yeah, it's everything. It's just everything. <laughs> We're, we got everything. If we didn't get everything on these seventy-five like bulleted lists of things to be taxed, we'll throw miscellaneous mm-hmm. retail in there. Just, just so we can cover it all. Uh, Tom's got more on that. Tom, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Jerome. Yeah, uh, the credit tax is the county sales tax. Yes. Okay, so that means that uh, why don't they just raise the county sales tax? Because they're creating another account to shovel money into to distribute in a different manner, uncontrolled by the other department. Yes. Yes? They can't. They can't raise the county sales tax. Sorry. That's what they're doing with this, but it's a special sales tax. They've already raised up to the state allowable uh, half percent sales tax um, that, uh, and they did that to initially to I think help fund the jail, but and then just never stopped. Eating they've, places they've already done that, and so now they're going after eating places and and miscellaneous retailers, drinking and, places and too. drinking places and eating places, physical fitness facilities, luggage really those two. Is that the why? Well, Does the why fit under that? Yeah. I mean, it seems, like, obvious, but the why is, like, a... They may be tax-exempt. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know that for sure. But typically, those places don't... I don't think they pay... What's the difference tax? between a retail bakery and just a bakery? Because retail bakery is on this list. So, a bakery that's not retail would be, like, the Quick Trip Bakery. Okay, but I'm the sure, wholesale. like, uh, convenience stores are on here, so we've got that. Not, I'm not sure, though. Quick Trip's got to be one of them. I don't know. You don't know the power of the lobby of Quick Trip. So Quick Trip yeah. is exempt. Well, they might be exempt. <laughs> might be, there might be like a special exemption carved out just for Quick Trip because they've got that so kind there's of power. a bullet at the bottom of the 16-page document in <laughs> super small print. Everything except Quick Trip. Everything except Quick Trip. That's pretty much it. You can, you can it covers that. We got that I mean, covered. Number 5541, gasoline service stations. Does Quick Trip consider themselves that? Uh, not a service station. Right, that's yeah. something completely different because they're not servicing. Wait, is that exempt or they're under the tax? No, that's a number 5541, gas- gasoline service station. Oh, that's like Bion's. That's unfair. I don't like that. I think Bion's should have their own exemption. Let's sacrifice a quick trip exemption for the Bion's exemption. <laughs> this is wisdom by Mitch Reynolds.